Hello and welcome to another episode of The Aftermath. My name is Ian, and as always, I'm joined by my main man, Dylan. Neo Tokyo is about to explode. And he's wearing all red. Just because. His, his whole aesthetic is red. The color of death. Yeah. And yeah. three times speed. And three times speed. <laughs> I was going to say, you see that motorcycle and you're like, ooh, buddy, you know that's a fast cycle. No. Fast motorcycle. All it takes is one look. And you even see how fast it goes. Oh, yeah. And you're like, man. He's faster than all the rest of them. That goes faster than the speed of quick. Mm. Yeah. So we watched, I mean, we watched what I would consider a, pl- a classic piece. Re- required viewing. A classic piece of, of, I'm assuming, Japanese anime. Oh, yeah. It feels like it is a cornerstone from what I've heard. Oh, yeah. Um, we watched Akira. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and I, I have watched this... Um, with Dylan. Oh, yes. It's been a while. One other time, way back when. Way back. Mm-hmm. I think it was before I lived here. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That may as well have been <laughs> <laughs> ages ago, it feels uh-huh. like. Um, man, if you haven't... I'm gonna, I am gonna. never usually never preface this show yeah. right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I feel like anyone that's listening to this show anyone that has that kind of even even is dabbling in this show yeah. you know what it's what it's kind of about right i put the i put the movie we watch in the title so whenever you see it you can't go like oh oh i didn't know what was happening right. like it's it's pretty obvious we're going to talk about the movie mm-hmm. sometimes there are movies where you can watch them yeah. or you can listen to us talk about them and you can have fun either way and it won't do it justice. And sometimes, again, our kind of funny banter won't really do it justice. It defies explanation. And there has been a few movies that I feel like I could say that for. I feel like Gunbusters kind of in that camp where it's like it's just so pretty and hard yeah. to just put into words. I think we did that one. Oh, I think we did. I think we did. Yeah. Job. But what I'm saying is, like, again, sometimes there are movies where I think I need to really preface. You got to see to believe. Right. And I don't do it all the time. But this one is one of those where I would say... Man, if you're squeamish, be <laughs> be cautious. Yeah, yeah. be cautious. Would but, you say the rating was R? Oh, it's rated R. Yeah. It's definitely rated R. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I had joked to Dylan because on Google they usually like <laughs> underneath a lot of the like the the text and right. the, the people have know, also asked. exactly and one of and you know it's it's very. Um, <laughs> general questions like right. why is it so innocent pop- at the very right least. why is it good why is it popular all that kind of stuff like, and i don't number- know dude maybe watch right. the movie and find out exactly you know um but the number three is why is it rated r and that is a <laughs> loaded question <laughs> yeah um you mm. but 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 the thing is is that it is still animated well and it has such <laughs> unique extremely well it, 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 it meticulous i mean it has such good colors mm-hmm. and it in like a really interesting story that i feel yeah. like that's not even the whole story <laughs> i know but yeah. like just for this for this film mm-hmm. it has this very like cyclical nature yeah where it i don't want to spoil too much right off the bat but like we really we really start where we, where we really end where we began yeah. kind of almost which right. is kind of interesting um but anyways, to get to finish up the original comment I was mm-hmm. making, if if you have the ability to watch it, 
I would really recommend it. It as is as soon as possible. It is it is beautiful and it is um a staple to be sure. There's a reason why it's as hype as it is. Oh, Especially yeah. if you like any kind of Japanese culture or anime in that regard. It is if you haven't watched it, it has my seal of approval. Yeah. So <laughs> back in uh twenty nineteen. Back in twenty nineteen. Before World War Three. That actually may have been the last time we watched this film. <laughs> oh God! Because oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember because we made a big deal out of it. Yeah, well, it's I, like oh shit, yeah, that's yeah. happening right, right now. And I think also that, because again, I think you moved in after the pandemic had started. Yeah. So that's oh my god, that, that tracks out. So it's been oh buddy, <laughs> yeah. It's been well, time. When you say when you it say has back been several times, <laughs> several times. When you say back in 2019, it has a double meaning there. Oh God, you're right. So yeah, back when we uh, experienced this in uh, mm-hmm. Tokyo, there was you remember, a, you remember, you right, were there, right, right, yeah, yeah. I was there, like, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> there was this big ass explosion. I'm talking like crater inducing threshold. Yeah. Yes, makes a huge crater in uh, in Tokyo. Right, and <laughs> this is uh, it, it. Just starts this way. It doesn't elaborate on what caused it. Right. There's some like some title cards mm-hmm. that say says some pretty right. deep philosophical things, right. but nothing that really gives us any context as yeah, to and why. Then boom, and then boom, explosion off in the distance, and it's just this white sphere. Yeah, slowly it, expanding, it engulfs evaporating all. everything exactly. within its radius. I love the way it looks. In it's so film, dude. it's so unique, very cool looking. Yeah. So after that happens, uh, Japan is plunged into a cyber dystopia of course i mean almost out of necessity perhaps but man shit's rough yeah like there's highs and lows like we start off in the slums yeah basically we uh see a seedy little hole in the wall right that uh many thugs and gangsters uh frequent one of which being our boy canada yeah Got a real sick jacket. Oh, buddy! A little pill on the back. Yeah, it's one of my favorite designs. And I think it's a or doesn't it say "good for health, bad for education"? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> and sort like a circle text, like in on on top it says "good for health," and on the bottom it says "bad for education." It's hilarious. Love it. But uh, got a little. It's got a little cartoon esque like blue and red pill on the back. Oh, it's yeah. a red jacket. Mm-hmm. Super cool looking. We uh, find out he's part of a biker gang. Yeah. But this is no ordinary biker gang. No. (laughs) It is a Japanese cyber dystopian biker gang. Yeah. (laughs) Which is only slightly more violent than uh, your run-of-the-mill biker gang. Especially in this, like, almost, like you said, dystopian Mm -hmm. cityscape. Yeah. I I told you, or I said to Dylan before the show began, um, it has this... um, this sort of like this uh a lot more near future version of ghost in the shell yeah it's not quite like ghost in the shell feels like pretty far future oh. in, in a way but still mm-hmm. kind of dystopian this feels very near future so it's yeah. like a very but worse yeah <laughs> correct <laughs> shit's grunge yeah Oof. so anyways but yeah they uh they conduct a raid against a rival gang called the clowns the clown bunch of clowns yeah Fucking losers. Bunch of goofs. <laughs> so, Look at these losers over here. Yeah, they're just running through the streets, like, wreaking havoc. 
Yeah. We, we're talking like grenades are thrown. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have any like projectile weapons, like no guns or anything, but right. they definitely Blunt got some force weapons. Yeah, some yeah. lead pipes. Yeah. <laughs> and or bats are I used. forgot about that. But um, you want to know what else this, I think I'm probably getting a little ahead of myself. You know what this also reminds me of? What? The, um, like the city, the cityscape and like the riots that are involved. Mm-hmm. And how and like our and that guy is running away with the kid that's like you know all oh yeah scary looking one of the numbers right the that whole sequence where like there there's like a there's like a, a lot of I have a feeling I know what you're gonna yeah, say. yeah yeah I think I know yeah. is it also has a very strong reference or it feels like it's pulling inspiration I, I think the other way yeah. what I'm about to say is pulling inspiration from Akira in some ways I, I could be wrong but like it gives that the Jinro yep, vibe yep. And it's like it, <laughs> yeah. again we're talking like dystopian type stuff we're mm-hmm. talking like people trying to like you know sabotage the government in some way oh, yeah. it's dark outside there's fires there's you know riot police and stuff it just oh, has yeah. that same anyways as you were saying so uh, during one of their uh, many fisticuffs yeah. <laughs> bike side fisticuffs. <laughs> that's my, that might be the my title. <laughs> that's my favorite. We'll hold on to that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are introduced, not by name, most of them, but we are able to pick out Canada uh, and Tetsuo. Yeah, right. Running through the streets, taking these dudes out left and right. Lifetime friends. Right. Known each other since childhood. Yeah. Uh, they end up getting split up, like after going through a tunnel, a fire uh, breaks out and there's like uh, the internal like fire extinguisher system yeah, activates. Kanada yeah. ends up getting held up whereas Tetsuo just blows right through it. And he catches up to this dude, clocks him in the head real good, <laughs> oh, takes gosh. him out. Now, I suppose I should preface the number. The number. I think he's number 25 or 26. No, it was 26. Right. He has been abducted from this research facility that yeah. are stu- studying his uh, psychokinetic powers. Right. And these people look kind of ghoulish. Right. They are children. Right. With the complexion of the elderly. Yeah. But but more like if the skin tone is more in that kind of like blue apricot beige territory for normal people, yeah. this is more in that like blue almost dead looking right. like cold. Extremely pale. Yeah. Right, right, right. And it also kind of has like wrinkles in a way, so it mm. just it looks like this, it looks like a zombie child, but right. without but no rotting. Like yeah. it just it has that kind of old man child. It, it's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. So he ends up getting separated from uh, this poor unfortunate soul. Oh, <laughs> gosh, just gets laid into man. Oh yeah, dude. Obviously, like he this He's part of some uh, resistance movement, right? That's and opposing the government, which has apparently taken a very imperialist turn, right? Uh, so they hose him down like mercilessly. He run he runs out into like this kind of opening, which is like he's on like the back side of the line. Yeah, there's a blockade set up, to and he's on the uh, the wrong side. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. And it's, and like he and. He kind of tries to run and stops because mm. he got caught, and then like he, I, I would wager, <laughs> did the the worst thing possible oh, and yeah. pulls out a gun, right, and shoots the light that is like focused on him, and they're like, nah, dude, <laughs> get the fuck out of there, they, man. They like like Dylan said in so many eloquent words, got, they hosed that man. <laughs> oh yeah, nothing <laughs> but so, a, uh, a pulpy mess on the ground. Yeah. Now 
the child is obviously distressed by this. Right. Uh, gives a good shout and starts <laughs> breaking windows left and right. Oh, yeah. Uh, thus making his escape. Right. He somehow ends up on the same highway that Tetsuo <laughs> just murked a dude on. Oh, yeah. Now, of course, just took out a rival gang member. He's feeling himself, starts celebrating. He's like, hey, how'd you yeah. like that? And as soon as he, <laughs> as soon as he faces forward, he sees number twenty six, like just in the in middle the, of the yeah, road, like oh shit, <laughs> yeah, doesn't have time to maneuver out of the way, so he just crashes, right, not into the kid, but into his force field, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, doesn't die, but man, he gets messed up, yeah, crippled basically, crazy, but uh, after that, the rest of the gang catches up to him, Canada included. After which the uh, the police and or army arrive to retrieve. Right. It feels like a Secret Service vibe. Yeah, definitely. It, it, you can tell it feels military adjacent, but it feels different than the riot police we just right. encountered. Exactly. It doesn't help. There's also like a dude in a suit. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> colonel. Like, right, exactly. And there's also like a little... Colonel. colonel. <laughs> there's like a little... Uh, like um, One of the other numbers. One of the other numbers. He looks very much like... 26 but a little more plump yeah in a way yeah, and he's chubby. like he's sitting in like a yoda floating chair <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh so there's like some there's some funky mess happening oh, here yeah. with all this communicates with 26 letting him know that they've come to get him and right. take him home and so i get i i don't know anything about the backstory behind that was 26 ever with them beforehand yeah or, okay okay yeah there's a flashback later on that shows how they came to be I remember that, but I was I'm, I was kind of confused as to how he got and how he got with that guy. He was abducted. Oh, so he he was kind of going. It was against his will. Yeah. Ooh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's messy. <laughs> yeah. I see now. Okay, that makes it a little more. So he's he's kind of he should be. I guess he's kind of relieved. I guess in a way. Well, yeah, in a way, they probably convinced him to leave rather than straight up right. taking him, because he's a telekinetic kid and could probably fuck you up with mm-hmm. little effort. But uh. Yeah, after that, he is reunited with his fellow number, and they are taken back to the research facility. Right. Now, they uh, end up <laughs> taking Tetsuo, poor, poor little Tetsuo. Oh, man. <laughs> they them. they took him like he was collateral damage. Right. They like, just, like, they, they dragged him away, and he's like, nope, this is yeah. our problem now. He's just lying on the floor, bleeding. <laughs> right, his friends are face. with him. And <laughs> just... <laughs> they just drag him to the chopper. <laughs> <sighs> Little care. Right. Don't even. And I, I think they even, they like interrogate his friends and they start asking questions along the lines of like, nah, they're not. Right. They're not the ones. Mm-hmm. They're not the guys. Nah. Couldn't be. Right. <laughs> just a bunch of lowlifes. <laughs> just a bunch of biker gang kids. Yeah. So after that, like before the next people can be interrogated, there's this fucking dude. Who pulls out a grenade? <laughs> oh like my god! In the middle of the hallway. Yeah, and just decide. we're in this like interrogation room, and they're kind of like going through all like the different like uh, teams of biker gangs and stuff. Right. And this one antsy dude <laughs> just couldn't just keep it together. Pipes up, pulls out this freaking grenade, and you know everyone's panicking like, "Everybody right. run!" Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! And Turns then out course, it's a dud. Right. And then he gets <laughs> thoroughly beaten. <laughs> Like just by, shit by, kicked in, yes, dude. by all the rest of the gang members that are you know uh, obviously pissed off <laughs> that they thought they were about to die. Yeah, they all get there and of course beat the shit out of them. Like you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Now, 
after the officers have had their fill of shit kicking. Yes. Uh, they just say, oh, the rest of you are free to go. It's whatever. For no, for no discernible reason. <laughs> it's like, okay, I got to beat somebody up. I'm good. You know what? I'm just tired now. Right, that was my quota. I'm done. Right. <laughs> so they're free, back on the streets, left to wallow in a <laughs> vocational school. Right. Which, man, is rough stuff. Oh, that place is just like it, it's done. Like there's nothing going uh, on there. It it looks like the back alley. It is a classroom. It looks like the back alley of like a scum area. Yeah. It's like yeah. oh man, it's Sc- just like you have entered a scum it, yeah, area. Yeah. They're just, they're just like <laughs> there's trash. There's graffiti. There's just like none none of the chairs are taken care of. Like yeah. the teacher's trying his best to like teach, and no one no one <laughs> Nothing's cares. Nothing's working. No. Yeah. Oh man. What a crazy, what a crazy like opening sequence of this film. Mm-hmm. Right, we get a lot of information, and not only that, the soundtrack is awesome. Oh God, Every dude, step of the way, so good. this soundtrack is just hitting on all cylinders. It's it, the best. It has a really cool vibe. Again, like I told Dylan before, the I think the reason why I felt like it gives me this kind of Ghost in the Shell vibe mm-hmm. is because of the fact that this. The the a couple of tracks that we hear in the beginning of the film has this kind of like tribal mm-hmm. kind of like um we got old school percussion in there. Right, old school percussion, some like vocal like sounds and stuff yeah. or whatever, which kinda has that same mm-hmm. ghost in the shell vibe. It just feels it's like, like that. some stuff you would hear around a Neanderthal's campfire. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I love um, it. and so it feels so separate from what we're watching in a way, which yeah. is super cool because we're watching these like fast motorcycles and mm-hmm. these cool colors and stuff. And oh, yeah. Nice city lights. metropolis in oh, the background. Yeah. Super cool. Search lights, 3D advertisements everywhere. That um, that iconic shot during the chase whenever oh, yeah, of Canada course. slides on mm-hmm. his bike. Oh yeah! Everyone knows the Everybody shot. Everybody knows that. Everyone shot. Everyone knows the shot. It is Beautiful. very popular. He's got his goggles on or whatever, and he's just like looking like a badass. <clears throat> but yeah, so there, there's like, it's just super cool. Oh yeah, I, I love the vibe. I love the the soundtrack. Everything's all cool. Mm-hmm. And then what happens next to our uh, to our boy <laughs> Tetsuo? <laughs> oh, in the long list of things that happened to this boy, this poor kid. Holy shit. Rex his motorcycle in front of an <laughs> alien kid because of an alien kid or right. whatever you want to call this person. Yeah. And this this guy, he like he's getting better in the hospital. He starts having some like visions. Oh yeah. Starts seeing stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. And I before we get too far. Yeah. As we had said in as we said at the top of this movie, it's rated R for a reason. Oh yeah, and blood a lot, and gore a about. lot of that is like blood and gore. A lot of it is they don't pull any punches. Nah, um, they they're throwing hammers, dude. <laughs> and it, like some of it's some of it's hard. Oh dude. yeah, like there's a lot visceral. of visceral visceral stuff, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. And I feel like the blood is so vibrant. Yeah. Every time we see blood, it just feels so that br- shit pops. It feels so bright. Yeah, it's so crazy looking, and it's I don't know. It's just a cool. It's a cool take, mm-hmm. and um, anyways, 
one of the things that happens is, is, is Tetsuo in the hospital, he like wakes up from this kind of coma in a way. Mm-hmm. Where he's like coming in and out and yeah. he's having these like crazy hallucinations almost. And like, and like these like, it, it feels like it comes across <laughs> as he's first, having these like migraines or right, whatever. The first sign that you know some shit's going to go down is whenever he like wakes up with a headache. Yeah. And then he like reaches for his glass of water and without like even noticing it just moves into his hand. Yes. Like <laughs> crazy. Oh yeah. Dude. That uh, oh man, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And he has his eyes closed, so it just happens and then he yeah. doesn't even realize it. Right. There's a lot of stuff that I feel like goes on. A lot of the, little things. A lot of little things and a lot of stuff is like playing up that like he now has some sort of weird powers. Mm-hmm. And I, at first I was kind of confused because I was like, so is it because it's because of the the contact with the the guy that I guess right. he because goes of away. that uh, that accident it awakened those abilities within him. So were those like dormant or were yeah. those like transferred into him? Dormant. Whoa. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. So does that mean that anyone can have that sort of thing? Supposedly, yes. Really? That's how they play it out. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. That kind of opens my <laughs> eyes in a whole new way now. Yeah. Oh, man. Because the only time we see, besides these moments where we see Tetsuo, like, having these, you know, epiphanies in some way, is we see the, the kids doing things. Like, yeah. these, the, the kids the, are messing the, with them. The numbers, quote, unquote. Yeah. Um, but never any, like, regular people. No. Are doing any trippy stuff like that. Yeah, everybody else is just normos. Right. It's also interesting to to talk about this movie now and like really think about it in a way because I feel like the first act of the film we're really following Kaneda. Yeah. And he feels like the main character. Mm-hmm. Like he feels like he feels like the guy that the movie should be kind of centered around in a way. Right. Because he also kind of has like a love interest that kind of comes in, like Kate. he has like a little romantic thing, which is kind of fun. Because I yeah. loved, I kind of love the fact that she just has <laughs> really. I love that sort it of initially wants like it, nothing right, to it, do with him, kind of in a way. And he's like, "Come on, give me a chance. <laughs> Let's I just, go I think, grab some tea right. or some shit. And, I don't know." And like, he, <laughs> I almost died last night. Exactly. He, like, I think it's kind of it, it adds some brevity to the situation because it is really heavy. Yeah. So like him kind of like jokingly trying to. The world's ending is what it feels like. Right. And he's over here like, just come on. Let's, let's go, go on a there. date. Let's go on a date real quick. And she's like, bruh, I'm like trying to be <laughs> like in charge of a resistance like, here. Who is this fucking joker? And I love that. And I love that. <laughs> I think it's awesome. And I think it's fun. And I love Kaneda's character. Oh, yeah. But as I was a saying. scrappy little fella. Right. He's just a young guy just trying to make his way in the world. Yeah. Um, and so he feels like our main character. But slowly as this movie starts to progress... We get some development We get some for Tetsuo. heavy development for Tetsuo. Elaboration. And so, and it's really interesting because I, I never feel... I feel like they are the main characters right. of the film, which is mm-hmm. super cool. Because at first, like, I never really thought that he was, like, the... I'm not, I'm not saying he feels like a side character. Right. There are obviously side characters. Yeah. But, um, as the movie progresses, it just, like, seamlessly transitions into... Like we're really paying attention to Tetsuo, and then there's like a lot of development. There's a lot of emotional uh, yeah. weight involved. A lot <laughs> yeah. of stuff that's happening. Throwing some weight around. Yeah, throwing some weight around is right. Um. Anyways, 
I just found that interesting. I think that's really cool because yeah. as we start getting past this like hospital scene where he's like developing these powers because like he escapes mm-hmm. and <laughs> I I would say unknowingly, I don't think he did this like, I think he did it as like a panic kind of thing. There's like a certain point whenever he like is escaping the hospital in some way and he like eviscerates. Oh God. Yeah. That was the, that was the second uh, attempt. Like whenever he okay. was brought back. Oh, I see. With his initial like escape, he went back to the hideout, met up with his girl, right, and just wanted to like run away to like anywhere else. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So <laughs> he decides to take Canada's bike. I I forgot about this. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Holy yeah. shit! Ends up in clown territory, clown Uh-oh. world. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up in clown town, right. <laughs> and they end up. Uh, stopping for whatever reason, something ends up being wrong with the bike and they gang up on him. Right. Like they just start kicking his shit in. They're about to wreck the bike Ugh. and then the rest of the boys show up. Of course, <laughs> as they do. Yes. Can we, okay. So Canada gets off of the bike. He's running with, with someone else, like another right, right. member. He is running full speed at the, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this other dude. Yeah jumps the bike and kicks the dude in the face. Beautiful. Throwing I mean, him off. I'm talking about like 1980s action stuff. Oh, yeah. Which which is very apt because this movie came out in 88. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Destroyed. Yeah. Knocks the shit out of that guy. Uh-huh. So after they narrow it down to one poor unfortunate dude, he is getting obliterated. Absolute clown. Tetsuo has him up against the <laughs> wall and is just beating the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Kanada, right. of course, is getting a little unnerved. Like, all right, dude, I, I, he's, you know, I mean, he's learned yeah, his yeah, lesson. Yeah, I'm you sure. Can slow down, slow he down. Make sure of it. I just fucking kicked his buddy. Let out. him breathe. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. Give him a minute. Yeah, you gotta yeah, wait. Yeah. Let him stand up and. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So Tetsuo is a little miffed. I mean, he almost got killed for all uh, intents and purposes, justifiably. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and then the shift. Mm-mm. That's where it starts getting a little malicious about these things. It's like, yeah. damn right, I'm going to kill this fool. Everyone's like, hey, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. They really signed up for that. Yeah, and then the resentment boils to the surface. Like, why the fuck you always got to come and rescue me and then tell me what to do, you piece of shit? Mm. I'm my own man. I could take care of myself. Right. And then he has a, a big-ass migraine, and <laughs> the oh, government yeah. comes and takes him away again. Again. <laughs> right. Which is, I mean, that's... Uh, Hilarious. Yeah. Big dude in a suit, men in black type shit. Yeah. <laughs> just throws he even, Canada to the, the dude. side. <laughs> like he's a ragdoll. Dude, he even has like the haircut. Oh, yeah. He's got the fade on the sides mm-hmm. and like, and just the like, the, yeah, the, the, crew cut. the yeah, the, the flat top. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bruh. Yeah. He <laughs> says was, nothing. It says nothing. Walks up with a mustache. And he's just like, <laughs> get out of the freaking way. Uh, shows up, takes childhood friend away, refuses to elaborate. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Get a military grade <laughs> helicopter. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like, well, I guess this is just normal. I guess now. he's just gone <laughs> again. Once is like an anomaly. Twice is like, okay, now we're getting a little too yeah, something. Uh, something's up. Now. Yeah, I think they're watching him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just uh, monitoring his abilities. Yeah, 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 his mental activity, if you yeah. will, quote unquote. Yeah, this uh, Albert Einstein type dude is oh, God. Uh, just what chilling a- out in the truck. Monitoring his brain waves and psychic patterns. Dude, he like gives me the creeps. He's crazy. He gives me the willies. Yeah. 
There's like a every time he comes on screen, he's always like, oh, oh I'm always just so frazzled, and there's always just so many things to do. And I was like, look hey, at my LED display, right, right, right. Look at all these papers <laughs> that have his brainwave activity. It's like, and obviously right, the dude. the colonel, I love just the juxtaposition because he's also standing there like, so what? What, what can we do with this? And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like freaking Who asked? out. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, How are you going to fix the problem, though? Right, the <laughs> main thing that they're watching for is that his uh, development doesn't go along the same line as Akira's did. And this is a perfect segue. So, in the beginning, mm-hmm. God created. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got, we got yeah, the right, big right, right. Yeah. So, um, at, at the start of this film, that big explosion mm-hmm. was apparently. Akira. Yes. Transcending. Transcending. To the next plane of existence. The first impact, if you will. (laughs) Right. I jokingly said that. Yeah. Um, After we watched the movie. Um, And and, and as the movie is, like, progressing, you're starting to realize, like, okay, so these kids have these psychic abilities. Mm -hmm. Our boy Tetsuo is, like, developing these activities. Right. And there's this one kid that we haven't seen any more called Akira, which apparently ascended in some way. And you're like, "Uh uh-oh. There's a cult around the dude. Yeah. It's a really weird, it just, it gets, so anyways, Mm -hmm. it gets really questionable. Right. Everybody's making a big hubbub about this Akira dude. Right. Who was apparently, supposedly, the root cause of (laughs) World War III. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. And this kind of Einstein character is obviously like, you know, watching oh, yeah. Tetsuo to make sure, like, you know, I guess that's kind of his job, is just to make sure that nothing goes. Surfing these brain waves. Nothing, whoa. <laughs> I, never, I never told you, could, I never gave you permission to surf my brain waves. Too bad, I got a board, bro. <laughs> I'm shredding this gnar, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyways, it, as it gets, I, to get back to, to what I was saying uh, yeah. a little while ago, he tries to, he, like, let me club myself. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin, dude. Because this is where it gets, this is where shit hits the fan, I feel like, for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. He starts having these hallucina- hallucinations. 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 And when I tell you, it, it is the stuff out of nightmares. Oh, yeah. Because it, it, cause he feels like he's asleep. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he notices in his periphery that there is a, a little bear. Right. A little stuffed bear. No, stuffed rabbit. Right. And a, a car. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, uh, personified uh, car, yeah, right, right. Slowly climbing up to onto his pillow, right. Cartoony, right. Now, of course, he doesn't know what to think. Of course, like he's, a, <laughs> he's. I'm sure he's assuming he's dreaming, right. Well, because he, I think he at this time he is like laying down on his side, mm-hmm. kind of like you know waking up in a way. Yeah. So he just grabs him, right. And then there's nothing, nothing in his hand. You're like, oh, it's like trippy. okay, well. After that, Mm-mm. there are a plethora of old toys on the floor oh, God. that have now uh, begun to morph and combine into a giant bear out of something with sharp-ass claws. I'm telling you, something out of freaking Freddy, <laughs> Freddy Fazbear. It's horrific. Dude, it is just this, like, I mean, it, it becomes this, uh, like, it feels amorphous at first mm-hmm. until it becomes the bear. Yeah. And instead of it being like the bear before, where, like, it just kind of feels like it's fur and, like, a little small toy. Yeah. It feels like an amalgamation of all kinds of things, yeah. and so it feels you like can a see like the lines, yeah, different all, items. It, it just feels wrong, too big for the room. It makes an yeah, indention yeah. in the ceiling, and also the voice is like, 
what voice it kind of has is like a little higher pitch, but also yeah. like a lower pitch. So it has that kind of like, yeah. like this like kind of <laughs> weird, like, like yeah. this two tone right. sound kind of vibe where it's like, and it's creepy. Yeah. So, and I, justifiably. Oh yeah. He panics. He's mm-hmm. like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from yeah, me. Right. Right. Then, uh, and also the rabbit also yeah, the rabbit as well. shows so there's, up. There's both of them in these kind of like weird forms. Yeah. Tries to run out of the room, and then it's the car. <laughs> it's oh, got God. a now. The 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 thing that like really, um, paints a beautiful picture here mm-hmm. is a little while ago he knocked off his glass and it fell and rolled across the floor. Yeah, and so in the process of him like kind of panicking and like trying to move around the room, he rolls his foot back on it and shatters the glass, and yeah. of course gets some glass stuck in his foot. Eesh. And it's yeah, and it, 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 that that's, that shit hurts. That it shit hurts to watch. Intestines it, falling out of my abdomen. Nah, glass yeah. stuck in my foot. <laughs> right, right. So he obviously like that's he falls back on his foot and is like you know kind of panic a little bit. <laughs> right, and then they freak out. The animals get scared. They do not enjoy like, the sound. Oh blood! blood. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they fade away and just run. Right. Yeah. But but before like as the animals are fading away, we you see can tell the children. it's the children. And yeah. You're like, oh, now they're 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 watching you like yeah. hardcore now. Mm-hmm. They're on to you. Yeah, <laughs> shit's messed yeah. up. And this is where I, they already know what's gonna happen. Of course, as soon as as soon as they saw the dude, crazy. And the thing is, this is where I I got ahead of myself before he like is leaving his room, and they're like, hey buddy, you can't escape again. You can't like, do nah, that, son. I'm out. And so he see you never again. Yeah, exactly. Dead. He panics and tries to move, and of course, <laughs> I mean, anything within like a meter's radius of the boy. He like blo- he like blows a sphere around him, like a force field. Yeah. But in the process of that, I mean, body parts. Oh yeah. I saw a hand at one point mm-hmm. and blood. Yep. And you're like, oh shit, hold. <laughs> He has oh. killed these men. My God. Yeah. And then I want to say not... A different breed of my God. Yeah, a, oh, my God is right. Yeah. So uh, this is when I think, is it after this point whenever he has that moment whenever he falls over and his his innards fall out of himself? Or is that before? No, that was before. Okay. That was whenever, that, uh, oh. like, after he beat up the clown... He started having that migraine. Yes. And as he was on the ground, he was starting having those flashbacks of Akira. Yeah. And <laughs> one shot, it just shows like his entire intestines. And disembowelment, just yeah, all of it. Ooh. It's aggressive. Yeah. Because imagine like. There's no saying, sound, it just happens. Yeah, yeah. It's like just a, like he falls on his knees and then he puts his hands on the ground in front of him, like he's on all fours. Yeah. And then it just like. Like I mean, all <laughs> falls out, and I'm and, and I, this is what I'm talking about by like visceral. Oh yeah, pulling no punches of like you're just like oh migraine, oh my god, you know like oh this is happening again, and <laughs> you, before you know it, it's just like you had the equivalent of a mental flashback. Yeah, and of course, but then but then it 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 hard cuts back, and he's okay. He's and just so, fuddling around uh, on the on the ground, yeah, trying exactly. to get his invisible intestines uh, right, back. To, his, exactly, yeah. and you're like, oh, like, are you okay, bro? Oh, what's it's going like, on? Man? I can't imagine like <laughs> the the trauma this young boy is going through. It's got to be immeasurable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so, anyways, to kind of flash forward again, he ends up escaping again, right? 
a security detail is dispatched to uh, contain him. <laughs> Be rid of him. <laughs> right. They are uh, at the elevator door, and he is just, like, nothing can stop him. They fire, like, a couple of tear gas rounds at him, and he just deflects it. Yes. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, he's got a force field around him now. Right. So, in the, <laughs> once he sees that that's not doing anything to him, he starts getting ideas. Like, oh, yeah. I can just waltz right out of here. You guys can't stop me. And so, he just kills them. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> he just kills them all. Yeah. And um, is now running amok in the streets. It's, dude, it's messy. Yeah. My, one of my favorite bits is, uh, like, after he went back to their hangout, the bar. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, this is where it gets his, sad. His entire, like, demeanor changes. Like, he's, he's a different person. I, I think I think fundamentally he he's lost himself at this point. Oh, yeah. And I don't think it's fully the powers that are doing it. Mm-hmm. I think it is just the trauma he's yeah. going through. I, I feel like. I mean, so it could be. It's, uh, I think it's like a mixture of the two. Probably so. Like the shit he's gone through, like he doesn't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. He's got these powers. He's getting a big head because of it. Right. Yeah. So he ends up killing the barkeep. Oh, and that's so sad, dude. Yeah. A couple of his old uh, gang buddies walk in. Yeah. See the place is wrecked. Right. And they're like, what the hell happened? Nope. <laughs> exactly. They see Tetsuo just chilling on, like, the stairway, chuckling to himself. It's like, hey, you guys want some pills? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I remember that. And they're just completely they're like, oh, dude, what, what happened? Yeah, what happened? Did you do this? And um, immediately, like, one of the other dudes, Yamagata, I think his name was, asks, like, you, you are Tetsuo, <laughs> right? And at that point, he snaps, kills him. We don't see it, but it, it happens. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. Other dude makes a run for it. Uh, oh, and he and he is also traumatized. <laughs> yeah. Again, Just poor, hanging out in an alleyway. Poor kid. I mean, I, obviously, watching your one of your close friends absolutely destroy another one of your friends with his mind powers has got to be... Not, not a fun experience. Not a fun experience. Now, to... Uh, to get back to what Kaneda has been up to. Yeah. He has been gallivanting around with Ooh, K. buddy. He's been trying part his of this resistance darndest. movement. And, oh, man, he gets mixed up in everything. He, I mean, he gets it. <laughs> like he is just a bona fide member oh, man, at the yeah. drop of a hat. I just love that he's like he's still sneaking around trying to be a part of her right. of her thing, and they're they're they don't trust him at all. Oh no! And there's a point in time where he he's he ends up letting slip that he is in the vents, like mm-hmm. sneaking around. Yeah, he overhears what they were talking about. Yeah, and he with, know, this uh, is that Canada. This is how the, they're going to try to take him next instead of one of the others. <sighs> and of course, he's like, hey, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, whoa! That's my friend. I know him. Yeah, I was there when the accident happened. I saw him get fucked up. There's like, there's a moment when you know, like, you know too much, mm-hmm. or like, or the character you're watching knows too much. Yeah, and this is that moment. Mm-hmm. He busts himself, like, and he falls out of the vent. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, bruh. And of course, he's being held at gunpoint. And they're like, beans spilled, all of them. Yep. And of course, he's having to like scramble, but he's also not telling a lie though. He's oh, like, yeah. "I know him. I was there. I, I he's was truth. I can, I can, I can attest to it." And they're like, mm-hmm. uh, "Fine, I guess." Refuse you, I suppose. Right. So they dress him up 
as one of the uh, one of the maintenance workers for the uh, the research facility that uh, Tetsuo was in. Right. <laughs> While he's going on his rampage, they are like in a completely different sector of this facility. They've hijacked one of these like hovercraft with, <laughs> with oh, dude. guns mounted on them. I do. Oh, and then. <sighs> this yeah. is also like it's so it's so visceral. Mm-hmm. This whole movie and and like these little snippets out oh, yeah. of nowhere yeah. is visceral. Yeah, and there are in this sequence specifically, they're in like a sewer, and there's one in particular where they're like they're trying to like get away or hide. Yeah, and they have to go into the mucky water. Yeah, and there's like a. There's one shot with a rat that has like maggots all in its stomach, like it's like floating on its back, <laughs> and, and Kanada is like, <laughs> "Oh God, I can't." And he's like, oh, "This is nasty." Yeah. And then there's a couple of shots. I want to say someone gets shot. Oh yeah, someone there. gets obliterated with one like machine one guns. It's crazy, and you're like, "Oh my God, dude! They don't." This is going. Yeah. This is going and going. But yeah, they end up stealing one of them. Yeah, Kay tries to grab the uh, SMG that the dude currently a, a pile of soup oh, had, and his arm. Oh is still my god! She pulls yes. it out of the water. Yeah. And his arm. His arm is still dangling. Atta- he's still holding on to it. Ooh. And then she kind of gets freaked out for a second. Oh it's yeah. Like, oh god. So it's, it, yeah. Crazy. It's that. It's that kind of stuff where you're like, ooh, I don't. Yeah. And this makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So Kay and Kaneda get separated from the rest of the group and make it to the, uh, the I say sub-level, it's more like the 50th story <laughs> of this building that uh, Tetsuo is also in. Right. And they make it to the daycare, is what uh, what I'm going to call it, where all the kids have uh, gathered. Oh, They're yeah. They're like fighting Tetsuo. He's just trying to get in- answers from them about why he keeps having... These visions about uh, Akira. Yeah. <laughs> they, they expose, uh, exposit, like, all the info. Right. Like, about how he's going to, like, go, get out of control. There's going to be a giant explosion like there was back in 2019 that we were there for, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have the scars to it's prove it. crazy. Right. And... Of course, he's not taking this worth a grain of salt. He's just so they. I guess I must. I must have missed that exposition. So they told him directly that he is going to be. Yeah, you shouldn't be using your powers like this. If you do, this is what's going to happen. Really? Yeah. Okay, I guess I must have glossed over that section. Yeah. Holy the, shit! The colonel, our military man that we've been following, uh, ended up going to the third number that we've seen. I, I think her name was Kyoko. Yes. She has this clairvoyance ability. Right. She can see visions of the future, one of which being this second catastrophe that is <laughs> up and coming. Right. Um, so after he finds that out, he starts like getting everything into gear, like, oh, I have yeah, to yeah. prevent this as, as by any means necessary. Right. And then we get this ramshackle, like, disgrace of a meeting or a bunch of these useless oh my gosh, like, politicians and corporate heads. I mean, it just feels scummy. Right. He's the only one there that is making any sense and, he, and is trying to do the right thing. Correct. And they're just shafting him like it's nothing. Yeah. They're all talking over each other. Doubting just, his words. Like yeah. like constant infighting, too. Like right. you would hardly consider this a meeting. Right. As opposed to just like 
a fight in a sand pit. <laughs> exactly. Or at a big circle table where like people are literally just walking over each other. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So he decides, okay, fuck it. Coup d'etat. I'm taking over. <laughs> you know Everybody what? Everybody else is fired except me. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm making that call. Right. Because it, it's, I mean, I mean you yeah. just got to do it. Well, you're right. Is it that or the potential destruction of yeah. the city again? Would you prefer no preparation or some retaliation? <laughs> exactly. Man. Yeah, it was. it's nuts. That so is crazy. They, like, stop him at the helipad. <laughs> and he's like, uh, okay, uh, shoot him. And he's just like, excuse me? And he gets shot by one of his subordinates, like, immediately. Wow. And he's just like, okay, yeah, but there's, like, no point in fighting, so just get out of my way and let me do my job. I'm trying to save you. Right. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's crazy. So, as he begins preparations, uh, Tetsuo has escaped after a brief second reunion with Kaneda, where they... Uh, come to uh, vocal blows oh dude like he like he's just throwing it all out there like you little piece of shit i don't need your help anymore yeah he feels like such a different character right like just a very egotistical scumbag and he also feels like his hair is frazzled and like his <laughs> yeah. eyes are more sunken into mm -hmm. so like he just looks unwell oh yeah no tetsuo that meaning right you know. yeah now after his escape he finds out that he can fly <laughs> he thinks he finds out where the remnants of Akira are from Kyoko after she tries to like talk him down right and he just thinks of the location and is flung out the window oh my god yeah and is just on his way yeah now the colonel has these military blockades set up he's got like tanks he's got helicopters not doing a damn thing he's ready for anything or he's, he's about as ready as he can be. Right. The first shot we see of uh, Tetsuo's rampage is a helicopter that is careening into a building and exploding. Yeah. <laughs> After which you see him walk through the wreckage. Gosh. Like a super villain. Yeah. Uh, and the armor division that he's got, like a column of tanks out on the road with a few infantry, they're like, are we actually going to shoot this guy? Yeah. He's just a kid. And then they see yeah. <laughs> what he can do. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> right. He like, he, like, rips up a dress out from one of the uh, shop displays and ties it around his neck like a scarf. Yes, I now remember. he's got a cape. He's got a red cape yeah. now. Very aesthetic looking, may right. I say. Oh, yeah. So the the tank crew just says, fuck it, and decides to f just throw around his, ray, uh, his way, see what happens. Yeah. And it stops midair mm. and just explodes. Again, we see him walking through the <laughs> Yeah, the smoke cloud. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Oh, okay. I see what we're dealing with here. Super powered child. Got it. Not just an ordinary child. Right. The only effective counter to an armored tank. <laughs> right. Who'd have thought? Yeah. So he starts tearing into him, of course. Right. Like ob obliterating everything in his path. <laughs> he's able to make his way to the underground vault. That they have sealed. And they also have like a cryogenically frozen. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, apparently it's got to be kept below a certain temperature for whatever reason. We don't know. Uh, but, yeah, they have him <laughs> like the remnants of the autopsy that was conducted. Yeah, it's just bits and pieces of him. Right. His eyeballs. I think yeah, it's like his anything heart. Anything that was left over after the tests were conducted. 
Now, of course, this confuses him. Like, he was expecting to see a person. Right, of course. And he's just like, what the hell is all this? And the colonel gets over the megaphone and is like, okay, do you get it now, you little bastard? Now yeah. come back to the fucking research facility <laughs> before you cause any more harm. Right. And he's like, nah, I'm good. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to do whatever I want. <laughs> and now he's just uh, sitting like a king upon a, a kingdom of rubble. A throne of lies. Yeah. He's got the pieces, parts lined up, just examining them, I guess. Right. And where does he end up go? He goes into that, like, big, it's like a big area, like, where the final battle kind of takes place. That would be the stadium. Okay. For the upcoming uh, Tokyo Olympics. Right. That comes after his uh, his little scuff with K. Right. Currently possessed by Kyoko in an effort to stop him. Right. After he uh, <laughs> runs her into the ground, uh, Kaneda for- shows oh, up. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Kaneda just decided to snag a laser rifle after finding out what uh, Tetsuo had gotten up to and how he's just running amok. Right. Uh, and Kay was abducted by Kyoko. He, <laughs> he, he reunites with his one remaining biker gang buddy. Oh. That poor kid, dude. Finds out what happened and just gives his uh, his deceased friend's bike a uh, Viking send-off. Yes. At least the, the equivalent. Oh, wait, oh, as just you guess, best you can. it into a wall. I mean, hey, you know, I, I thought it was cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. What a good, I mean, that's, that's like, I think he, he even said it, like, he even says something about, like, if this is what Tetsuo wants, mm-hmm. this is what he's going to yeah, get. He's our friend. We should be the one to kill him. Exactly. <laughs> Crashes the bike into there, and of course, you know, gets up, dusts himself off, and yep. like I and I I'm thought going after him. Yeah, we're, we're gonna kill him now. Yeah. So as he is making his way towards Tetsuo's location, he grabs a laser rifle that was left over by one of the uh, soldiers who has promptly given up. Right, and right. Or he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, after he makes his way there, they start having like this woody back and forth. Like yes. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember what exactly they say, but it is uh, it's pretty funny how like nonchalant they are. Yes. We're talking about like you potentially being the cause of the second impact. Right. And over here just being all jovial and yeah. fun. You feeling better now, you little crybaby? You got it all <laughs> out of your system. <laughs> you done pitching a shit fit? Right. And uh, they come to blows. Yeah. Like, I'm amazed Kaneda was able to survive, like, any of this. Right. <laughs> because he's, like, firing off a few shots, nails Tetsuo a couple times. Yeah. But, I mean, nothing significant. Um, oh, shit. Wait a second. Okay, yeah, 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 this is coming up. Um, as the fight is progressing, uh, Kaneda's laser rifle runs out of battery life. Right. And he just tosses that shit on the ground. It's like, <laughs> okay, motherfucker, put up your dukes. Come yeah, at me. let's go. <laughs> Uh, as Tetsuo is, a prob- like, just having the time of his life, like, laughing in his face. Right, yeah, right. Uh, we see this little blue beams of light starting to come into focus. Mm. And he has, like, Tetsuo has this, is it getting hot in here or is it just me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my like, God, dude. And then we find out that they have targeted him with an orbital laser. I was so surprised. Yeah. I forgot about that from our first viewing, mm-hmm. but whenever I whenever I saw the lights kind of trickling down, yeah. I was like, <gasps> oh. 
I forgot about the orbital oh, laser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're getting so, bombarded, bitch. Oh, yeah. He gets nailed. Yeah. Like, right on the head. Next time we see him, he is alive. Yeah. Of course. But he's uh, down an arm. Yes. <laughs> Loses an arm. So, Dreadful. But this is no this is no issue. He no. can simply uh, make a new one out of the uh, <laughs> out of just rubble. Yeah, a bunch of old metal and yeah. stuff. So he's got a new arm, and he's like, "Okay, I'm going after it." <laughs> he fly. He immediately flies up to the satellite and destroys it in space, mm. and then rides the wreckage down back to the planet. <laughs> It's crazy. It's insane. It is insane. That was like their last ditch effort to stop him, and it's gone. Yeah, effortlessly. Now, as it's coming down, the lasers are going off. They're like firing indiscriminately. Right, yeah. It is a disaster. A a catastrophe of the highest magnitude. I I had made a joke after, um, after he escaped, and the colonel, like, talk to him with the megaphone and he's like, nah, I'm going to do whatever I want. It's like, okay, I'd like to motion for uh, DEFCON 1. <laughs> yes. Guys, that's exactly what it feels let's like. Just, uh, let's, let's just throw you know it all. that thing we haven't used in a while? Let's go ahead and break that out real yeah, quick, yeah. see if it works. The just-in-case measure we have, it's time. Right, yeah. Break in case of shitty teenager <laughs> with psychic powers. In case of Akira 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Now... Oh, didn't man. they didn't they have multiple of them? Was it just one? It was just one. Okay. There were multiple lasers. I see. But they had focused them all into one beam. I see. For like a targeted strike on his location. Right. And man, after that kerfuffle, uh, Tetsuo decides to take a little breather and head to the Olympic Stadium. Right. <laughs> the just takes a seat on his uh, throne of nothing. <sighs> And man, this is where it gets rough. It's crazy. <laughs> this is, this is hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is where know. this is where I feel like, like I said before, this movie is like been guttural. It's been gory. Um, it's like it has not been holding back anything in the in the by no means in the aspect of like gore and blood and like what you'd imagine like fight sequences to look at Mm -hmm. this is the first time where it transitions from like what i would say like a thriller action movie to like a body horror yeah definitely and it it gets and it and it i'm i feel like it keeps like sprinkling in little ideas that with like him losing his bowels and like that guy getting shot in the head and like Mm -hmm. things like that like these kind of gory moments oh yeah but it all culminates at this one moment Mm -hmm. he sits on this throne of lies his uh his little lady friend is able to find him and <laughs> she like he's at the end of his rope like his yeah. head is killing him yes like some shit's going to go down the colonel being the man of action he is right decides to <laughs> decides to make one last effort to uh nip this in the bud right even though it's fully bloomed into a, a fucking Rose of it death. Ha- yeah, it has definitely escalated to this yeah. moment right now. Yeah. In for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. I gotta shoot this kid in the head. And so he walks up to <laughs> Tetsuo and is like, hey, dude, how you feeling? Mm. You want to come back with me to the research facility and we yeah. can try to fix you up? Now, of course, no. 
doesn't of course, work. No, too. of course not. So it's like, okay. Reason has gone for him. Right. Colonel pulls out the gat and is like, shame. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> same. Sucks to suck. Right. And uh, the fight begins. Yes. Tetsuo's arm, at, like after taking a couple hits, like he is flung. Like uh, you'd think he was using like a desert eagle with how far he sent oh, this yeah. kid flying. As he is on the ground writhing for a bit, he like starts to get up and then you see his arm just like fall onto the ground. Yeah. Is now grown and misshapen with bits of flesh in there now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and he just throws that shit at the colonel. Almost gets him. Yeah. But then Tetsuo, I mean, uh, Kaneda shows up with a fully charged laser rifle and yeah. his bike. Hell yeah. And he just like goes ballistic. Let's him have it. Mm-hmm. Now, after a few shots are exchanged, uh, he's able to like hit Tetsuo a couple times, one in the arm, especially. Right. And oh crap! I I just remember there was that moment whenever his arm gets fused into the into the arm of like the oh yeah the, the chair chair. You see all the circuits like start going through it. Right. It just it's these moments where like like you get, he's almost losing control of his body, mm-hmm. and in the mix of this like fighting and all this kind of stuff happening, there's like these. These moments where, like, his body keeps like almost rejecting itself yeah. in a way, and it gets it gets really gruesome and very visceral. Yeah. The uh, first time, like, the major change starts to happen is like his body is just undergoing like exponential growth. Yeah. Like, and it, I they did. Su- it's hard to say this. They did such a good job with it. It looks so good. Yeah. But not. Like good, it no, is no, so. It's, it's there's the these goodest like, bad that yeah, you've ever there's seen. There's <laughs> just like shades of pink and tan and yeah. flesh colored tones with like veins and yeah, like these circuitry forming into like this just mass of flesh, right? And it gets bigger and bigger until like it eventually engulfs his lady, lady friend K. No, no, it was a. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what her name was. But uh, he grabs her. <laughs> yeah. At this point, he's panicking, like reaching out for anyone to help him. Yes. Because he doesn't know what to do. Of course. Uh, and this and and this is where it gets so hard. Yeah. Because it's this is the moment where he's realized he's gone too far. Oh yeah. And it's and it's so <laughs> it's so pivotal mm-hmm. because there's a lot of these moments where some of these times where like the villain character you know, may go too far and will double down and just go like whatever. Right. But then there's this other camp where like the person knows they've gone too yeah. far. And what is happening? And there's no, and like, and it's that this is not just a circumstance of like, I made a wrong decision. Like his body is exponentially growing yeah. and is morphing and is becoming this horrific beast. And it's at that point where he's, I feel like. It's, <laughs> oh, I've made every oh, wrong decision in the book. I, yes, is that I should have listened to everyone else that told me to stop. Right. And and again, Kanada is sitting there like, hey, dude, like, I, <laughs> dude, like, I, I'm, I don't I'm know trying what to, to do, I'm man. trying to help. He's trying to shoot him or whatever and try right. like. And, and, Got to do something. And he just, it's the sound of this young guy crying out to his friends yeah. to try and save him and help him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, we <laughs> yeah. tried before and there's, there's nothing we can do we, now. We're bro. trying and like 
you were growing at such a rate that like, and again, you're a bomb now. Eventually, like that girl gets sucked up in, uh, Canada gets sucked up in, mm-hmm. and then the girl gets like crushed by oh, the yeah. weight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was his. Was it his girrfriend? Yeah, Tetsuo's lady. Um. Anyway, so she gets killed in the process, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening." <laughs> right. And this is the part that that fricked me up. Yeah. The numbers are in the stadium now. Right. They have gathered the pieces of Akira. Yes. And are, for all intents and purposes, like praying and like yeah. calling for him to come back and like so yeah. that he can fix Sacrifice, this. yeah. Yeah. So that he can uh, take Tetsuo with him. Yes. Back to whatever plane of existence he resides in. Right. But the part that messes me up so <laughs> bad. <laughs> the fact that, okay, I didn't think about this until just now, but for you to be the type of being with such immense power that your existence alone in our plane yeah. is enough to cause a nuclear-sized explosion. Right. That is <laughs> it's insane to me. That is crazy. Like, he he made his exit, like, way back in 2019 with the Big Bang. Right. And uh, <laughs> after his friends were like, hey, man, can you come pick up this... Uh, this dude who's uh, yeah. causing a ruckus, he's not uh, dude looking so hot. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, let me just grab my keys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he comes back, and that's when the other explosion starts. Right. Well, before we get there, mm-hmm. the, the point that I was saying was that there's this one point in time that really messes me up. Yeah. Is that in the process of him crushing his girlfriend, he's like, I'm, I'm killing, what's her name? I don't know. I, he's like, I'm killing her, and I know I'm killing her. Yeah. And, of course, she ends up getting crushed, and, like, it, I mean, it's just this vis- visceral reaction. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then he says, I'm, I'm pretty sure he says something along the lines of, like, I can feel her pain. Yeah. And I was like, bruh. Damn, dude. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so there's, like, there's this <laughs> also, like, this transmutation of feelings or whatever, mm-hmm. which is happening now, which is, like, really crazy to think about. And it's yeah. like, dude. <laughs> I can only imagine <laughs> unintentionally killing someone you love and then going, oh, shit, I feel the pain of them right. dying. Yeah. It's like, as if this isn't visceral enough and hard mm-hmm. to watch, it's like, this is also emotionally hard to be oh, yeah. involved in because you're like, damn, mm-hmm. what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. So anyways, yeah, and then like as you were saying. So Akira makes his grand entrance and starts fucking everything up. Yeah. Uh, as you see Tetsuo, like being engulfed by the explosion, you see he starts reverting back to his normal self. Now, I don't know if this hurts or not, but he's clearly, like, still panicking. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. So, Kaneda, uh, trying to help him, like, runs up to him, like, dude. And then he's like, dude! Right. <laughs> it's just... he uh, Tetsuo grabs him and, like, takes him into the explosion with him, after which the numbers uh, are like going to make an effort to work together to save him from this horrible fate. Yeah. So they use their combined powers to protect him from the effects of this explosion. And man, let's let's talk about this this uh, these flashbacks. Oh man, there's a lot of great flashbacks that happen at this point in time in the movie. Yeah. It's that it feels like everything's all over with. If it feels like we lose our main character, Kaneda, we lose uh, Tetsuo, like for sure. The colonel has been teleported away, right, right by uh, the kids to kind of to safety. Yeah. 
and then the kids, the numbers are able to apparently get uh, Kaneda back mm-hmm. by like all banding together. Like we may not be able to make it back, but we can get him back. Right. It's kind of how they were phrasing it. Mm-hmm. And so like we're getting this like pseudo conclusion to the film where we're like, we don't know if our main characters are both dead. Right. We don't know if one of them's going to make it out. And then of course, Kaneda is able to make it out. And he's having all these, like, he's, like, in this other dimension. Right, he's floating through the explosion itself. Yeah, and it's, like, and it feels, like, all whooshy, and there's, like, he's on a platform, and he's, like, there's buildings and just, like, debris, and it's, like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. And then he's having these flashbacks where, like, he gets to see... Tetsuo's memories of, like, first arriving to the orphanage. Right. Dude, it hits so hard because it's this is where you realize like they have been lifelong friends. Oh yeah, or not, or you know, childhood friends Mm -hmm. that were in similar situations that got to grow up together and got to be friends with each other whenever there was you know bullies or whatever you may say. People were just picking on poor Tetsuo like it was nobody's business, right? And uh, it really gets to show you the complex that Tetsuo had in a way towards life. I think. The the one that sticks out to me is whenever he's like in the park at the water fountain, and he's like oh, washing yeah. his face off after he got like beat up and stuff. Right. And uh, little Canada walks up to him with a, a toy, bl- bloody nose. Yeah, yeah. That was taken from him by the bullies. And he's like, "Hey, this is yours, isn't it?" It was like, <laughs> "I went to get it back for you." Turns out they're a bunch of fucking wimps, but it's okay. They beat me up too. And. Uh, from that point on, they uh, stuck together. It's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, I do want to talk about some of these fun facts that we have here before we go. And like, yeah. I know we're we're this is a long, oh, shit. One, but but you know that's <laughs> oh, okay damn. though. It's a great yeah. it's a great it's a great conversation to have. Um, but as you were saying, this is a great conclusion to this film. We get to see this light fall from the heavens. Yeah, it's this little ball of light that appeared after the explosion was over with mm-hmm. and Condita holds it in his hands. And what is, what is, was Kay the, the girl he was interested in? Yeah. She comes up behind him and is like, where is he? What's happening, dude? And it's like, right. it's all over. Yeah. He went with Akira. And so I didn't realize this. So they're both in a different dimension. Oh no, they're, they're, that's they're dead or they're like are they like they're on a higher plane of existence i see that's that's what i didn't understand yeah i see now mm-hmm. okay now uh our poor uh remaining cast of which there are three oh gosh <laughs> are uh currently stuck in the now flooded uh, <laughs> yeah wreckage <for> real. <laughs> of Neo tokyo right but man it, there's something like hopeless and yet at the same time hopeful yeah, about the way it looks because you've got the wreckage and like flooded remains of this once bustling metropolis, right? But you've also got rays of light coming down from the cloud cover. Yes, that just makes it look so good. It looks like it's like an after storm almost. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It feels like what I know. This is gonna be very poignant given the location in the United States we live in. Um, like after a hurricane. Oh yeah. After the storm's over and like the next day, Ugh. you get to look at the damage sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's not so bad, but a lot of times usually there's always like debris, sticks, trash, you know, stuff everywhere. Yeah. But usually like the next day is always 
either sunshiny or overcast or whatever. Right. So it has that kind of it has that kind of feeling of like mm-hmm. we're all still alive. Right. We gotta keep moving forward. You know, stick together. Yeah. Got we're here together and uh, gotta make the most gotta, of a bad situation. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. And that, and that's what that feels like at the end is yeah. a nice, wonderful conclusion. Mm-hmm. I love this film. Oh, it was yeah. super cool. It's there's a, nice. There's a lot of really cool things. Supposedly, it says the movie takes place in the year 2019. It depicts Neo Tokyo building a new Olympic stadium. Coincidentally, Tokyo was scheduled to host the 2020 Summer Olympics, and they did. Yeah. So, how about that? Yeah. I'm amazed they were able to rebuild so fast. A little uh, foreshadowing there. Oh, who am I kidding? They deal with Godzilla all the time. Yeah, you know, it happens. <laughs> Um, it says the music for the film was completed before any of the composers saw a single frame wow. of the film or even read the script. Jeez. Because of this, it says that the music had to be edited to fit some scenes um, and to work properly. That's film. nuts. That is crazy. Here's a big one. Yep. And this is where I'm not sure. I don't have comparisons, but I'm imagining this mm. is impressive, especially if you know anything about animation. Yeah. It says the movie consists of 2,212 shots and 160,000 single pictures, <sighs> which is two to three times more than normal. Oh, yeah. Uh, it also uses 327 different colors, which is a record for animated films, and 50 of those colors were exclusively created for this film. (laughs) (laughs) The reason for this statistic is that most of the movies take place, or sorry, most of the movies take place at night, a setting that was traditionally avoided by animators because it had increased color requirements. Yeah. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It is crazy, dude. Man, it's like phenomenal. Yeah, I I loved it. Mm-hmm. Akira also took inspiration from uh, movies that came before it with some of these cultural influences receiving Easter eggs in the movie. For instance, oh. the computer sound effects that play during Tetsuo's body scan were taken from the computer... Uh, Mother on an alien? <gasps> no fucking way. Yeah. That's so cool. Right, right. Apparently there's some manga Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Some pretty cool stuff. This oh, whole yeah. film, and there's a lot of like... It's a treasure trove. There's a lot of apparent apparent like re-releases or some sort of like expensive p- potential live actions and stuff have always been talked about. Oh, but God. Yeah, you know, who knows about all that this, kind of stuff. This needs to remain untouched. Uh, yeah. It's a gem. Um... Right. Apparently, it said the movie was released before the the manga even ended. So, Jeez. oh that's yeah, so that's interesting. That makes sense. Akira was one of the most influential and important animated movies in the last century, not only for its unique and revolutionary story, but also for its revolutionary take on production and the craft of animation. Mm-hmm. For the first time in Japan. And Japanese animated production, the filmmakers decided to have the voice actors read their lines before they, before any animation had been actually taken place. Jeez. While this was already common practice in American animated movies, Japanese animation recorded 
the animations first and then did the audio afterwards. Damn. Cool little turn up. Yeah, I think it turned out pretty good. All right. Well, As most would be sure to. I, yeah, I mean, it was great. <laughs> I thought it was a wonderful time. What a fun movie this was. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, for any of you guys, you know, looking to get involved, we have a link tree forward slash Ian Wolf where you can find all of our links and places to find us. Or um, you can just look us up, type in the aftermath on all the major podcasting platforms and find us that way. Yeah. Or just think of our vague location and uh, you will be transported there. Yes, you'll be propelled out of the nearest window. Right. If you hop on a red motorcycle and drive it as fast as you can down the highway, yep. you'll find us. Oh, yeah. Got to break 85, though. Oh, 100%. But just know, don't don't try too hard, because if you do, you will... Like, if you try to get a hold of this podcast too hard, you will turn into an amorphous yeah. monster. You'll see us on the freeway, and then you'll, <laughs> you'll right, crash right, Yeah, us. yeah. And then, of course, your that whole will life same. will be turned upside down. Anyways, until next week, thank you so much for listening. See you. Bye-bye.